Hello, Michael J. Nelson here. Along with Pastor David Berge. And you are joining the podcast, Like Trees Walking. And what is our new slogan? The hardest podcast you'll ever love. <laughs> That's the one that stuck, huh? Uh, no, no. This is, the, this is a podcast on philosophy, theology, and culture, where we tackle serious questions without taking ourselves too seriously. Too seriously. But kind of seriously a little There's bit. There's a though, smile on our faces. Yeah, there is. Uh, before we get into the rundown of the exciting show that we have for you today, because we have it today, because even though we recorded a while ago, you're listening to it today. Yes. So it's still fitting to say today, right? Yes. Okay, good. Well, before we get to that, we just uh, we have been remiss. Our theme song, the lovely theme song that you've heard. Very catchy. Very catchy. Very catchy. Uh, we just want to thank the, the writer and performer of that, our pal Danny Hupp. So thank you, Danny Hupp. Check out, he's a very, very talented musician, and his stuff is available on uh, on the internet. He's at, got a band uh, camp. He's got a band camp. Yep, he's, he's, check out his Facebook, yep. Danny Hupp, or Daniel Hupp, I believe, is his Facebook, so yes, check it out. And, uh, he, uh, he's in Nashville right now, and uh, he's making he makes catchy music, so we really, really appreciate um, him letting us use his his track for yeah, our theme it's, song. Uh, it, it captures... The spirit of like trees walking. It's catchy, it's fun, it's hip, it's now. But it doesn't take itself <laughs> too seriously. <laughs> oh, wow, I just made myself shudder with how, <laughs> we how need, smarmy right, so we, that was. We need a new tagline yes. now. <laughs> uh, <laughs> okay, well, let's, uh, let's talk about what we have today. We are, of course, as we always do, going to tackle a big issue of the time, some pressing issue. Yes. Do it from our Christian perspective, but hopefully, uh, you know, welcome all others and all other perspectives and look forward to hearing you from that so we'll tackle that in a minute uh but coming up uh specially designed you know i gotta do a little intro for this okay please. Uh, you have been uh uh you have been put through the ringer with our quizzes mm-hmm. and i think that's part of the fun people want to see you it's kind of like uh you know a christian in the coliseum with the lions i mean it's fun to watch <laughs> so, yeah, and you're sticking the lions <laughs> on me and week, laughing as they're week after as, week as i am covering you with pitch and burning you in the coliseum <laughs> <laughs> all on nero but no uh and i thought it'd be nice to give you a break and so i designed a quiz specially for you okay this is a uh, i know that you have a special penchant for the simpsons at and least so, like the first 12 years it was on. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm talking about classic okay, Simpsons. Okay. I'm not talking about what the kids today call zombie Simpsons, where it's just like <laughs> floating out there, whatever it is now. No, I'm talking about classic stuff. <laughs> so this is from the classic years of the Simpsons. It's a quiz that I wrote just for you. And I even, uh, I, I wrote you a little specially designed Dave Berge Simpsons wow. quiz theme song this is an honor so that's coming up but uh we we got to get to the uh, to the meaty stuff first Let's you go. can't have your pudding until you eat your meat so it's time to eat the meat and this is the question that we want to tackle today here on like trees walking that is this notion that's out there a lot it is a cliche it's a cliche um you see it on tv but you still hear people say it and i've heard it personally so i, I can confirm not just on the internet. Not just on the internet. We do love the internet, though, we, me and Mike. We, uh, whenever we uh, we need just the prime example, we just claim we saw it on the internet. Yeah, exactly. Most of the times that's true, I think. But no, this is that notion that uh, I'm more spiritual than religious. Uh, so, you know, like someone might say, I'm okay. I'm spiritual. We're on the same course. I'm just taking a different path. 
You know what I'm saying? Yes. So, so what do you, pastor, say to that person? How can we sizzle Christianity to the person who says, I'm okay because I'm already spiritual? Spiritual but not religious or uh, for shorthand? S B N R, um, <laughs> right? So that's a, and that's an. I think an increasingly common um, perspective. You know, we, we we hear so much now about the rise of the nuns. You know, people who put on a survey that they have no religious preference, and from within that group, I think it's not just people saying like, I have no religious preference. I'm basically like, you know, atheist or agnostic. That's actually a very tiny, tiny sliver of that group right, of people. Right. It's much more predominantly, maybe a majority or at least a plurality of that group is saying, I'm spiritual, but I'm not religious. I don't identify with any particular religious tradition, but I have some sense of the divine or the transcendent or the spiritual. And so my first kind of reaction, you know, how I sizzle that steak is um, the first thing I have to get beyond, I'm doing this right now as I'm talking to you, is it's, I'm scratching my head. Can you hear that? I'm scratching my head because I don't always exactly understand what that means and so um i have a couple guesses about what that means i think for um as you kind of phrased it it's someone who does have an interest in kind of spiritual things i I would say sort of like a um build your own spirituality kind of approach you know so it's it's something that can be highly idiosyncratic in in the sort of definition of that meaning you know to one's own self how you're building your own spirituality and you know dovetails with that is it's incredibly individualistic right um so here's we have a grab we live in the postmodern world you know so um we're free to sort of be who we want we have this grab bag of religious options that are in front of us you know never before in the world have we have we lived in a society where you know we're, we're we have all these options in front of us and we're free to assemble them as they work uh, for right ourselves. like just just a few examples could be i just thought of these off the top of my head yeah. would be nature would be uh, spiritualism in the terms of just like I'm. Well, I'm kind of interested in ghosts and things. Yeah, <laughs> and yeah, so, yeah. Uh, crystals, or just sort of a, you know, just sort of a vague Eastern mysticism, and and you can go down from there. Maybe the yeah, some like of... meditation and Buddhism, and uh, you know, aspects of you know yoga. So it's just like like uh, stuff that's like sort of an exotic re- grab bag of religiosity that tends to not be sort of the judeo-christian type of stuff even though there is you know mysticism contained within those traditions as well it's sort of looking far afield um to to the exotic to build for oneself a a spirituality and i mean that has no not not necessarily any greater connection to a community although it could be i think something that someone sort of practices along with other people who share these same interests so you can each sort of like pull from a grab bag and share that with other people but generally, you're talking about that that highly individualistic thing is what we're talking yes, about. Yes, absolutely. Person, if someone were to say, I'm more spiritual than religion, you would assume they're not going to like the G- Deepak Chopra Center with a bunch of other, I don't even know if there is one, I assume there is one. You would think so. Because yeah, you, no, would, no. you would mention that up front, like I am a... Yeah, I'm a, I'm a disciple of G-O-D. Deepak Chopra, right, or I go to the you know, XYZ spiritual center or something like that. Yeah. For most people, it's just a way I think to say like, Hey, you know, I'm like, I'm not an atheist or whatever. Like I'm kind of into that spiritual stuff, but like I've got my own thing. So sort of like, I'll do my thing kind of, you know, leave me alone basically. And let, and let me pursue that. And I think from a Christian perspective, what we sort of have to offer um, and what we have been offered is this, this sense of spirituality, and, I, and it's a spiritual but not religious, so it's a defining oneself against re- religion 
So religion, I think, is seen as something that is rigid and dogmatic and it's fusty and dusty and old and belongs in the past. And basically, if I were to boil it down, I think people are saying like, I don't trust authority and institutions making, you know, telling right. me what I need to believe and what I need to do, you know, that, that I need to figure out this out for myself. And, you know, there's, I have some sympathy, you know, towards that to say like the, that, that there's institutions can be oppressive, that, that there can be a dogmatism, you know, that, 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 that is stifling. But on the other hand, I think what Christianity offers, what, what, what we're offered when we look at someone like Jesus, who I think to a spiritual, but not religious person, like Jesus would be a very compelling figure. Right. And what is what what did Jesus come to do? I mean, you know, to deal with the sinfulness and brokenness of the world and to create a new community around himself. And so what, you know, for a spiritual but not religious person, the kind of thing that is inescapable for Christians in a good way is that we we're called to do this this thing, this spirituality thing which Christians are also into. But we're called to do it in a particular way with a particular group of people week after week, doing this thing we call church, um, which is difficult. It's not sexy. It's not exotic. Um, it is very oftentimes banal and mundane, but that is the beauty of it, right? Is doing spirituality with people who are old and cranky and, you know, sometimes varying degrees of, of crazy, like Christ puts us all in this group of people and says, follow me, pursue me together. Wow. I'm going to put that on the brochure that we're going to write up right after this is like old cranky people, <laughs> boring and mundane. <laughs> yep. And it's going to be in giant quotes that, across I mean, the top. That's what we get. That's that's part of what we get. Now, it we, is, we yes. do get, you know, the living water um, through that. And, and we do get, you know, very exciting uh, connection. But but let's like let's just not overstate, I think, how important it is to be connected with people who don't give us a thrill, but who God calls us to love anyway. And I think a truly healthy Christian spirituality doesn't, you know, look for sort of emotional experiences for oneself. Those those might come. But that that spiritual spirituality finds itself in expression, in devoting oneself to God and the, the regular worship of God and the regular gathering of God's people together. Well, what else would be, I can think of particular claims that Christianity would say, you may not want this particular thing, but you need this particular thing that Christianity has. And uh, aside from the community and things like that, what are some of the other, like the essentials? We, you know, if, if it were okay to just be spiritual, then I think all of us would go, oh, let's disband this church at once because it's a pain. Right, right, right. <laughs> it's There's a pain I, to do this. I mean, what it offers, of course, is this, you know, this sense of uh, uh, that the human propensity towards idolatry. So instead of building up this sort of false, you know, what we could say is just basically a false God for yourself, a God that is just created totally in your own image. What we get is we get a connection, a relationship to the, you know, the living God. And so, you know, what we get through Christian spirituality is is a connection to the divine, you know, the true divine in its truest source as as God has disclosed himself to us. So, you know, we get that aspect too. We get we get God and we get, you know, God's word. We get God speaking to us through his word and we get God, you know, even feeding us 
um, with his with his flesh and blood as we gather together each and every week. So so we you know don't just get this community of people which are the body of Christ as as we would call the church, but we get God Himself giving Himself to us in 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 this particular way or in in these particular ways. And there is, uh, I mean, this is a particular of Christianity that we believe that that Jesus said that narrow is the the gate, and there is that forgiveness, like someday we're going to be called before the throne of judgment. This is what we believe. It's bad news, but then there's a lot of good news piled on top of it. Yeah, and we want to we want to strip away the stuff that's going to distract us away from that. And so, um, you know, the, the the that going with Jesus through the way of Jesus is is the way of you know true genuine life giving spirituality right Jesus says you know that the, the the living water is what he has to offer and he, and and we talk about the spirit is this thing that is you know runs rampant through the bible especially the new testament where where we're always talking about spirituality from the perspective of the holy spirit that god's living presence comes and dwells in us but what does that spirit do? It doesn't come to give us what we might think of as like stereotypically spiritual or mystical experiences. Jesus says, you know, the spirit's going to come. And one thing it's going to do is teach you to obey like everything that I have, I, I have told you. So you're going to be able to understand what he's, what he's taught us. You're going to be able to understand scripture, understand how to live. Um, the spirit comes and you're going to experience freedom freedom from your sin, freedom from your brokenness, freedom from any kind of uh, uh, legalism, like that this gift uh, of the spirit is the kind of spirituality that we have to offer, that we pursue, that, that draws us towards Christ and draws us together with, uh, with, with other people who've been drawn to him to, to live out God's mission to the world. So it's a much bigger mission and purpose than just sort of building something that works for you. So where would a person, let's say I'm that person, mm -hmm. I'm, I've got my Birkenstocks on, I'm standing in front of you, I just was, uh, I was just surfing down in uh, San Diego. Were you at the co-op? I was at the co-op, and uh, I run into you, and, and I tell you, hey man, that's cool that you're a pastor, but I'm, I'm good, I'm, I'm pretty spiritual myself, but I'm not religious. What do you, where do you start with that person? I mean, you've given us the, the broader picture. What's the, what's the specifics? I say that you are religious, right? A, a, a religion is just a set of ultimate commitments. So you have some kind of ultimate commitment that you've, that you've made. And so if that's just kind of to building something for yourself, you know, that, that is your religion. Your religion is a religion of self. Um, you know, the kind of religion that I'm interested in is one because religion comes from the Latin word that means to bind binding together and so the question is what do you want to be bound to what do we what do you want to be joined together with and for me um, the person who I want to be bound together with is is Christ and so you know we're all religious we're all bound to things we all have ultimate commitments I just think the greatest ultimate commitment that you can make and the best person to be bound to is Christ himself. I would, uh, I'd like to point out that at times in my life, I am much more religious than spiritual. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, is. yeah. I think there's a lot of people who are, I'm religious, but not spiritual. People. Yes. That's maybe Where the silent majority. You just don't, you don't, it's not like a feeling or a, I'm not floating around feeling good thoughts about some sort of connection with the world or the universe or anything. I'm mm -hmm. just doing something out of duty. And then the 
the the spirit you find that coming in in places you didn't expect it it's it's not something that just you whisk around you know being all groovy because you got the spirit right right and uh, it's, it's very hard to go through life speaking seeking a spirituality that is that kind of like good vibes you know uh, everywhere and ultimately to me it seems self-serving whereas the kind of you know christian spirituality through practicing the christian religion is supposed to not be self-serving but but self-sacrificing right you know because right. when you do that you know when you die to yourself what do you get you get everything you get christ you get forgiveness you get new life you get the holy spirit and that's a lot better you get joy i would say rather than good vibes right right there's the uh there's sort of the I don't know if it would be the uh, clause that defines that sort of spirituality, which which goes like, it's all good, man. And yeah. I, when I hear that, I go, what? No, it's not. <laughs> like, it's, all, it's all good. Most of, my, most of my time spent on this earth has not been that good. And that's why I I seek, uh, you know, the answers through this religion that I found. Yeah. So I think at the end of the day, if, you, if you're, you know, spiritual but not religious, Think about uh, what 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 might it look like to be religious but not spiritual, and um, you know I think that religion has be, being religious like oh I'm saying I'm not I'm not religious or I'm religious, the word in and of itself has almost become like definitionally a ne- you know negative like if right. someone's religious it means something bad, and and religion um, is bad, but like <laughs> and spirituality is good or it's like a softer. Um, cuddlier, more acceptable version, and uh, and and I think it's a lot more interesting and more and more complicated than that. And religion itself, the Christian religion, uh, is is a wonderful way that we are bound to God Himself and offers everything you get with a spirituality, a, a genuine spirituality. You know, a connection with the divine. But we find that connection not through you know seeking something or building something for ourselves, but but being found being built up into the kind of person that God wants us to be in the way of Jesus. That is a good uh, summation of what we're talking about here, and we will have more to say about that after this little break, as well as the Simpsons quiz. New exciting Simpsons quiz. And the Simpsons theme song, which I labored long over, and I I hope you enjoy it. I cannot wait to hear it. I look at this as a, a little treat for you, and I hope that this is a... A little pasture where you can come and have rest from the stress of the former lightning rounds. This is just a warm bath. Thank you, Mike. Yeah. So enjoy that. We'll have that coming up, and we'll be right back like trees walking. Will do. Only for a moment, and the moment's gone. Hey, everyone. This is Dave Briggy here. Thank you so much for listening to Like Trees Walking. Um, there's a few things that you could do to help us out. One is you could go to um, the iTunes store or wherever you get this podcast and give us a rating and a review that will just help people um, discover us. And another thing you could do is share this on social media or uh, email uh, with anyone you think uh, would find this interesting and educational and edifying. So anyone you know who might want to listen to this, uh, please share it with them. And the last thing you can do is go to liketreeswalkingpod.com. That's liketreeswalkingpod.com. There you can uh, find an archive of all of our old shows. You can see our bios, and you can find out ways uh, that you can know more about what we're doing. So thank you so much for listening, and we really hope you enjoy the podcast. Okay. 
Well, thank you for uh, joining us here at Like Trees Walking. We hope you enjoyed that little break. We were sharing off mic, as we call it in the biz, that I knew a guy, I won't say who it was, whose prom theme was Dust in the Wind. Uh, that is not a very uplifting. <laughs> don't you want kind of you want you want romance? Exactly. You, want, you know, like well, what's as romantic as you know what? Someday we're gonna die. Yeah. Like, hey, babe, we we could die really soon. So after this, we'll have our "Don't Fear the Reaper" prom theme. That'll be. <laughs> now it has you know the more cowbell theme or whatever. You know, oh yeah, it is a it is a. Uh, a Laughter now is greeted. Exactly. Yeah. So exactly. it has been transformed. Well, um, before the break, we were talking about this topic of I'm more spiritual than religion, and I want to just put a bow on that and wrap that up. Let's wrap and it up. I can't think of a better person to do that between the two of us than the only other person in this studio. So why don't you wrap that up for us? Well, what we came uh, down on, maybe, or our conclusion was that uh, a spiritual but not religious perspective, kind of a, you know, build your own, do it your own adventure, um, well, it has kind of a, a, a limited utility and value to oneself, that to just build it for yourself, you're cutting yourself off from what I think is a true spirituality, a truly life-giving spirituality, and that's not one that you build to- totally for yourself, but it's a holy spirit spirituality that you receive from Christ himself and that that itself is the is the genuine spirituality that you're searching for that frees you from the you know things that you fear about a sort of a dead religiosity but gives the the form and the structure and the community and the truth um, that that comes from living within that that boundedness of Christianity that boundedness from which one experiences true true freedom so being religious and spiritual is something that you can have um, when you are a Christian, when you're living your life as a disciple of Christ, and, and not just have this thing that um, you make for yourself, but, but is, is so small. God is, is so much bigger than the spiritualities we build for ourselves. Plus, as you promised us earlier, cranky old people. Yeah, plus, plus you get to go to church with people who are tell you to turn that mess down and to get off their lawn. You got to have those people in your life, though. I mean, even, you do, even yes. outside of the, the church experience, you got to have cranky old people in yeah. your life. I am one, so if anyone wants to befriend me, but feel what free. I, what I love about church is you don't have to like seek out the cranky old people. They just come baked in with the package. It's <laughs> like right. in, in, the, in life, you kind of have to try to go find and seek out those relationships with people but if you want you know people with crinkly uh paper in their in their purses and uh, and who will look at you funny you get them at church we were when when our kids were a little younger and we had moved out to california and we had lost there was a couple churches we were we were shopping around for yeah, churches. Yep, yep. we lost the cranky old person experience and i i swear i couldn't put my finger on it i was like that, that there's just something missing like the and then we finally found the one that was full of it. You know, the guys who would come up to my kids and tossle their hair and, you know, give them a quarter. and So not that cranky, but there were other No, no, ones, no. But, but you know what I'm talking cranky about. Cranky in the best possible yeah, yeah, sense. Yeah. So, know? yeah, you, you miss it if you don't have it. So seek that out. Just on the cranky old person thing alone and, and see it's what else to- is there. It's totally worth it. And, and, the, rest will, and the rest will follow. <laughs> That's right. Uh, we have a quiz today, but we have the song first. And so I just want to get to that. This is going to set it all. It's going to set the table for you. And get you ready for uh, an early Simpsons quiz. At least I, my cursory look at the things. I don't think I'm surprising you with anything okay. from the later seasons. Okay. I think these will all be in your wheelhouse. And I think you'll be able to breeze through it. 
But uh, here we go. Let's get ready. Here's the Dave Berge Simpsons Quiz theme song. Quiz. It is the Simpsons Quiz. It's the Simpsons Quiz. (laughs) Yep, yep. This is... Really well done. <laughs> <laughs> it's the Simpsons quiz. It's the Simpsons quiz. Hours of studio work. Dave Simpsons quiz. It's the Simpsons quiz. Oh, wow. How did you even think of the lyrics? quiz. Big finish now. All right. I'm on the chalkboard writing. It's time for Dave Bergy Simpsons quiz. It is time for Dave Bergy Simpsons quiz. It's the quiz right now. Okay. <laughs> so there you go. Okay. <laughs> you see how you I slaved away talented. in the studio for you? You are a talented man. Playing the horns, jumping over to keyboards, doing those bongos. It was uh, it was not easy. Let's get right to it. All right. I think you're gonna. I think you're gonna breeze through that. That's my prediction. But uh, last, I do uh, not know if you remember last episode. Uh, I thrived. You on did. Brands. You did. You killed it. Yes, crushed it. So the Jesus movie quiz was painful for me. Probably painful to listen to. That too. one was. Uh, I, I admit, I thought there's not that many Jesus movies, but then when I dug into it, it was it was rather uh, difficult. Oh, I'm extremely difficult, <laughs> especially if you're born. You know, when I was born. Plus, I can just tell right now you're still smarting from that. There's a lot of tension in the studio, ladies and gentlemen. Goodness. All right, here we go. We'll just rush through them. What was Ned Flanders' wife's name? Maud. Correct. Where does Millhouse's dad work? The box factory? The cracker factory. Oh, the cracker factory. Uh-huh. I can give you choices. It's up to you whether you want the choices um, or want to well, answer. Let's see. Like you have a multi- It's a multiple choice. I have multiples. Um, let's hold off on that. And and if it's like too hard, yeah, then we'll go with the multiple. I think it choice. gets a little easier. Okay. What street do the Simpsons live on? Oh, is, it, is it Evergreen Terrace? That is correct. Yes. What's the name of Krusty the Clown's plane? Oh, uh, I'm going to need some multiple choice uh, Midnight Flyer, Mile High, I'm on a Rolla Gay, or High Flyer. Is it, is it I'm on a Rolla Gay? <laughs> yes. <laughs> on the Bouvier family quilt, what does Marge's patch say? Uh, love will find a way. Keep on trucking. Life is a box of chocolates. Marge loves Homer forever. Is it Marge loves Homer forever? No, it's keep on trucking. Uh, that one's kind of tough. That's tough. That's what is tough. Bart's treasured childhood toy named? Winnie the Poop, Mr. Honey Bunny, Myrtle the Turtle, a radioactive man. Is it, is it Mr. Honey Bunny? It is correct, Mr. Honey Bunny. Yeah. How much money does Bart sell his soul to Millhouse for? Four, five, ten, or eight dollars? Is it four dollars? It's five. Oh, shoot. I, that's, uh, wow, this is hard. Uh, These skip, are good. These I'll are skip good. a few. Who tells Ralph Wiggum to burn things? A, um, is a, it? a clown, the devil, a leprechaun, or a poo? <laughs> um, uh, uh, the, the devil? It is a leprechaun. A leprechaun. So you didn't see that episode. No, I didn't. Uh, what was the name of the soap opera Mo appeared on? Forever Wins, Bouquets and Betrayals, It Never Ends, Search for the Sun. Bouquets and Betrayals? No, It Never Ends. It Never Ends? Yes. What was the name on Homer's fake ID he used to buy beer when he was 17? McLovin? 
no. No, that's, you know, that's, 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 a, different, that's a different thing. John Stuckey, Michael McQueen, Ben Stevenson, or Brian McGee? Oh, my God. Brian McGee? That is correct. Yes! I remember Random, that. yes. You're doing good. You're about okay. 80%. Okay. I think that's pretty good. Uh, in which of the following movies did Troy McClure not star in? Alice the Groovy Mule, Calling All Quakers, The Decapitation of Larry Leadfoot, Dig Your Own Grave, and Save. <laughs> it was in Dig Your Own Grave and Save. No, he That's... starred in that one, or did he not star? He did star in that yeah, one. Yeah, yeah. So what was the first one? Alice the Groovy Mule. Oh, Alice the Groovy Mule, I don't think he was in, was That he? is correct. Yes, yes, yes. Who... Dig Your Own Grave and Save. <laughs> Who ran over Snowball 1? Dr. Hib... Hibbert? Hibbert, but I believe it's, it's Hibbert. Hibbert. Yeah. Cletus, Homer, or Clovis Quimby. Was it Dr. Hibbert? No, it was Clovis Who's Quimby. Clo- is that Mayor Quimby? Uh, or is that like his... I don't know. It must be a son or something. Yeah. I don't remember the episode. Uh, finally, how many brothers does Dr. Hibbert have? None, one, two, or three? How would you know? I'm That's trying to like think a of what very, what was. episode was that? I in? don't know. It doesn't give the. Uh, uh, well, Homer, <laughs> um, I have no brothers. Is it zero? No, he has two. He I don't know. I, I wouldn't know how you'd know that either. I, I liked mean, it that one. Let's be just totally honest here. When was the last time that I watched The Simpsons regularly? It's got. It, it's like gotta be for me. 14 years ago or something like yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. you probably stopped watching around, what, season 12? Well, yeah, and, and like, even then, I, I've almost never watched an episode live on Fox. Like, it was always the syndication. And so, you know, you'd come home after school, and you'd watch, like, three, four Simpsons episodes in a row. So those early, you know, probably first six, seven seasons, you know, you get a lot of... I mean, I'm not talking about the when they were on, like, the Tracy Ullman show. and No, 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 no. no. I don't think like anybody's very, talking about that. It was, like, very crude drawings. Like, where, uh, where are we now in season numbers? Do we know? Uh, we could, we'd have to consult the... Oh, we're, we're, we're way up there. Yeah, but so uh, you, acquitted the your, you acquitted yourself admirably on the quiz. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think aided, I think, by my theme song. Just Thank sort you of so encouragement much. And Thank you so much. So we uh, we give you a hearty uh, uh, we give you a hearty well done this week. Thank you. You can walk away with your head held high as last week. So you're on a roll. I think I am. those who are following along chronologically will see how much you've improved, young man. Thank you. And it's that's what I'm going for is the the pats on the head from you that I'm, that I'm just I'm just I'm just trying to impress you, Mike. I hope so. Uh, all right. Well, as you go out into the world, I hope we can take a little bit of what we discussed here today, the I'm more spiritual than religious thing. Any parting words or have you said all you need to say about it? You know, I think we've said all we need to say um, other than I don't think we can oversell the the cranky old people yeah, aspect keep, of Christianity. That's when you talk about apologetics and what do you get and why should I be a Christian? I think that's probably number one on the things that we're sort of saying like, Hey, no matter what, try, try these people on for, for size because you're going to like what you you're going to, you're going to like what you see. Come for the cranky old people. Stay for the Jesus. That's right. Well, thanks for joining us here on like trees walking. We will see you again soon with another topic. I'm Mike Nelson. I'm David Berge. And uh, we're signing off with a hearty what? Auf Wiedersehen. Auf Wiedersehen. Auf Wiedersehen. Let's do it again. All right, folks. Auf Wiedersehen. Auf Wiedersehen.